0: Attention, Ditto
1: Heads. Attention, Bo Scouts. Goes by the pseudonym, Bo Snurdly. It's time for the Soul of Excellence.
2: He is a radio host at 77 WABC here in New York.
1: The Rush Hour is on the air. Rush, rush. Now, here's Bo Snurdly.
2: Welcome to your Thursday Rush Hour. It is indeed Bo Snurdly with you here on WABC, the crown jewel. Of American Radio, if you'd like to be part of the program today, 800-848-WABC is the number to call, 800-848-WABC. We will be giving away tickets today. We will be doing a lot of things this afternoon. We gave away tickets uh, for Johnny Mathis and a good friend of mine, Ed Shea, who was called this program. You've heard Ed. Ed sent me some pictures. He's out with Johnny. He's touring with Johnny. And he sent me some really cool pictures. I have to see if I have permission to share some of them, um, of Johnny Mathis. And he's going to be at the West Perry, Westbury gig. So when Ed when goes out, we're giving tickets away today for air supply. So you air supply fans, get ready, line up. You know, later on in the show, we will uh, not now, not now, don't call now, but, but I'll tell you when to call for the tickets. You can call for everything else now. But we'll be doing that. Today is... Um, today is National Puppy Day. And people have been sending me pictures of their puppies at Bo Snerdly on Twitter all day long. And it's really cool. I got some nice pictures. My favorite one is a picture of, um, George Soros's puppy. It's a poodle. His name is Alvin, Alvin Bragg. And... So, of course, that one, uh, but there no, actually there are a lot of really great pictures that are there uh, on Twitter, on, on the feed, if you want to take a look at it. Uh, and, of course, when oh, somebody had, had sent a picture that they got of Rush with his three doggies surrounding him at the time, it was really pretty cool. So I, I retweeted that out. Uh, education in New York. The budget is in. Now, keep in mind, and and before I tell you the number, let's go to, let me go deeper into the story, and there were some objections to this, because the facts aren't in about how much it's really going to cost to run the schools. They don't have a formula of how to spend the money yet. They don't have enrollment numbers. But they would just ask to vote on a number. And those representing the people that did vote on it, mostly Adams supporters, voted yes. And so New York will spend thirty one billion dollars. Thirty one billion dollars on schools next year. Thirty one billion. Now I think if you're thirty if you're gonna spend thirty one billion dollars on anything. You should actually know what you're going to get on the other end. Well, in some cases, you could say this. We know that we're going to get failing schools in many of New York's districts, and so that's part of what the $31 billion will pay for, no matter how they decide to slice it up. And we know that there are people that are going to be, get rich off this budget. Who they are, we don't know yet. $31 billion. $31 billion and yet they voted on it without even understanding what the enrollment is going to be in New York City schools yet, how they want to really split up the money. This is the kind of government. and They're too lazy to figure that out. Let's just vote on the money, and let's not wait waste time on figuring out real specifics that the average mom and pop, average person, would have to do if they had a budget. Do you know that the I Love New York... Logo that many of us have heard for the majority of our lives has been changed. Did you know that? The slogan, I love New York. Mayor Adams, in his infinite wisdom, didn't think it was inclusive enough. I love New York. That's just too selfish, and we need to be more inclusive. Scott, guess. just take a guess. How much do you think it costs to change the mm-hmm. logo? I'm not even going to tell you what the new one is yet.
0: I would think a lot because, <laughs> I mean, I'm sure that includes printing, whatever it is, if they put this logo on, and then the logo design, you've got to hire somebody that's got to be expensive, otherwise mm-hmm. it wouldn't be taken seriously.
2: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. $10 million. Okay, let's go around. Diego, how much do you think? New York changed its logo from I love New York. How much do you think it cost for New York to adopt a new logo?
1: To be to be completely uh clear, this is the logo you see on the t-shirts, the white background. Yeah,
2: I love New York with the heart, the heart I love New York. Yeah, yeah. Doesn't every city do that though? They have little logos and slogans, yeah. And so and no, it's not to get it printed everywhere because people will adopt it. This is just to change the logo design. A new logo. Uh,
1: they, rebrand. They
2: wanted to make it, you know what? I'm yeah, going to do 5000000 million. It. You're going to do $5 million. Avery?
0: I feel like I'm high now.
2: Well, you are the Yo, high so far. Yo, okay, so I Love New York wasn't inclusive enough for Mayor Adams and, and the folks that run the city, so they wanted a new logo. It's no longer I Love New York. Now, they went to some logo people and said, okay, we're going to pay you to come up with a no- new logo for us. How yeah. much do you think it costs to get a new logo for New York? Was <laughs> the, the, the price is right, man? Uh, i, I, I bid, hardly. I, you wait till I, you hear it. Hardly I bid, the price is right. I heard five million and ten million. So I'll bid one dollar and get the washing machine.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I bid one dollar, Bob. I get the washing
2: machine. <laughs> I don't know, $25 million, I don't know. <laughs> okay. I
0: think the dollar is a smart bet. I think it's less than five.
2: Okay, here's the story. New Yorkers fumed to learn that Eric Adams spent $20 million to change wow. the iconic I Love New York to a more inclusive logo. It's hard to do. Now, here's the big question. Let's take a guess. What do you think the new logo is that's more inclusive? All right, Scott, come up with something. I don't I care what you come up with.
0: love everyone but white people that live in New York.
2: Oh, that would be a suitable one for progressives,
1: Diego. Could it be as simple as we love New York, something like that? Inclusive?
2: More, more, more inclusive? I don't know. I don't know. Right, let's see. Okay, let's let's go. Okay. Avery, if you were going to make I Love New York more inclusive, what would you change it to? Um, we all love New York. You and Diego are very, well, here's the new logo that we spent $20 million on. Instead of I Love New York, the new logo that costs $20 million to come up with is We Love New York. Ooh, that's exactly
0: what Diego said.
2: That is exactly what Diego said. Now, does that include the
0: icon, the, the graphics design and everything? They,
2: that... It's still it's just a stupid, it's, it's just the heart, and now it's we love New York. So $20 million to change the I to a we that some kid that's just learning how to do Photoshop or Illustrator or whatever could have done in five seconds and cost you absolutely nothing. Why $20 million? <laughs> Well, they changed the font. Oh. The typewriter font has now been replaced with the sans-serif typeface. And now the heart is a three-dimensional thing. <laughs> if you look at the story today in the Daily BS and BizPack review, it's now enlarged as if the heart has myocarditis. <laughs> And they dropped the word I and put the word we in, $20 million for these geniuses, for Eric Adams and these absurdly stupid idiots that run this city, $20 million freaking dollars to change the word I to we. This is how they spend your money. This is the disrespect that Eric Adams has. This is the disrespect that every liberal numbskull involved in this decision making has. I know we have to change the logo cuz we need to be more inclusive. Ha ha. ha. I love New York. Ha, ha, ha. Doesn't it doesn't include enough people. Ha, ha, ha. People don't identify with I love New York. Ha, ha, ha. Let's change it. Okay, let's go spend twenty. How much is it going to cost to change it? Twenty million dollars.
0: No All problem.
2: Right. More logos for everyone. And now we, uh, the diversity committee, after weeks and weeks of debate back and forth, the diversity committee that cost twenty million dollars came up with a new suggestion. Want to be more inclusive? Let's just use, Let's use the word "we." It's such a. It's such a big. Inclusive word, that word "we."
0: Except for those people that don't identify as a "we." Yeah, it's still not
2: inclusive for them, is it?
0: No. That would have cost thirty million.
2: This is absurdly stupid. This is beyond stupid. We have we have so many problems in this city. Now, I understand that $20 million is nothing to liberals. That's what they get in an om- Some of them get in an envelope, maybe, at the end of the week for a job well done, slip to them for some big deal. Who knows? I don't know. Maybe. But $20 million to the average person in New York is still a lot of money. $20 million could buy a lot of things in New York. It might even, for instance, what would happen if you spent $20 million on a food pantry to help starving? We are told that people are starving in New York. How about the starving people? How about the homeless people? I know it's not going to cover the entire nut. But $20 million to change the word from I to we. This is Eric Adams. A total disaster, nightmare, incompetent administrator of the biggest city in North America. This is what you get. Sheer incompetence and absolute 100% unadulterated stupidity. Change I to we and let's spend $20 million on this. this is well, in fairness, they did add a C to the logo.
0: We love NYC, is the new. I'm just looking at the new logo because
2: I wanted to see the heart. I forgot that part. I'm sorry. That, that C was probably. The C that, was it, probably what, threw, that's,
0: it threw him for a loop. It, it probably took C, a lot C's, of research.
2: That's what probably cost $15 million of this to put in the letter C. And I could give you a good, re- I could give you good words that that C stands for, <laughs> but I won't. James Golden, A.K.A. Nerdly. You know what we need? Guess whose birthday it is. I feel for you. It is. Chaka Khan's birthday today. Chaka Khan is 70 years old. In the distance, to my
0: this would be a great opportunity to whip out LB uh, good to
2: you. Uh, yeah. $20 million. James Golden, A.K.A. Snurley, it is. Both Snurley's Rush Hour on WABC 800-848. WABC and we, the inclusive we are here. Your call is
1: welcome. It's the Rush Hour with Bo Snurdley. Goes by the pseudonym Bo Snurdley. Rush. rush. Now, here's Bo Snurdley.
2: Celebrating Chucky Khan's 70th birthday. This is Chaka and Rufus. Ain't nobody. Didn't I know it was love? The
1: next thing I got was me. Holding me close. What was I done? I let myself go. And now it's like through the stars. But this night will last forever.
2: I think this was one of the Master Jam albums. I'm not. I don't. I'm not sure about that. But it was around that era. This is when Rufus was wrapping up, actually, before Chaka went all the way solo artist. One of the most innovative singers ever. Incredible range. Incredible talent. The one only Chaka Khan. Okay, Alvin Bragg is now uh, saying that Donald Trump is to blame. He created a false expectation of his arrest. (laughs) I know it's hysterical. And he is responding to the House GOP that's investigating him, saying that, uh, you know, this is so extraordinary. They're probing into me. We are not going to cooperate. So here you have local DA, Alvin Bragg, telling the federal government that he's not going to cooperate with a, a federal investigation by the House Judiciary Committee. Really, Mr. Bragg? Subpoena him, subpoena his records, and if he doesn't comply, hold him in contempt and lock him up. He calls it an unlawful incursion into New York sovereignty. Well, what do we have? New York's DA is going on the sovereign thing here? He's sounding like one of these... What is he going to do, form a militia? Have one of these sovereignty militias here? Oh! This all comes after we have learned that perhaps... There is exculpatory evidence that Mr. Bragg and the grand jury didn't meet today on Trump matters. All of a sudden, this train was headed down the track for the last two weeks. All we've heard, well, Donald Trump's about to be indicted. Donald Trump's about to be indicted. And believe me, the press didn't just pick that out of thin air. Somebody leaked to the press, Donald Trump's about to be indicted. Ha 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 ha. We've almost got him. Ha 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 Donald Trump is about to be. In- and now all of a sudden, Donald Trump is to blame for all this talk about a Trump arrest. Really? Something's going on, boy, in that office. One day we may find out. We may never find out. But things aren't going, I believe, as they were planned. And Donald Trump disrupted the plan by going public with it, before they had a chance to spring the trap on him. And now you have Alvin Bragg claiming that he has sovereign immunity from being investigated because he, he's sovereign. He's a sovereign citizen of New York, a sovereign DA of New York. Oh, how is this going to fly? I don't know whether Mr. Bragg knows it or not, but we have this little pesky document in this country called the Constitution. And, and with that little pesky document, local governors, local governance is superseded by state government. State governance is superseded by federal government governance. And so you don't have a claim of sovereign, like you're on a little island by yourself And all you can just wheel and deal all you want to and nobody can ever investigate you. It doesn't work like that, Mr. Bragg. Yeah, I know. Most of you liberals, that little pesky document, that little constitution that we have, you never pull it out. Pull it out and reread it. Before you talk to us about your sovereignty. Oh, this is just so delicious. Have you been following the story of this little meeting that took place overseas between Russia and China? This is serious business, folks. There was a hot mic left open, and President Xi made a statement to Putin. Basically, change is coming That hasn't happened in 100 years, and we're driving this change, this big change together. What is that change? That change is pretty much trying to drive the West out of its preeminent role in world affairs. And under the weak leadership of Joe Biden, and this administration is too busy worried about transgender issues, worried about spending and bailing out millionaires whose bank accounts may be in a little bit of trouble to pay attention to what's going on in the world. But this is an extremely serious threat. And it appears that our government is caught flat-footed Russia just knocked one of our drones out of the sky, and what was our response to it? Oh, they shouldn't have done that. Oh, gee, Mr. Wabbit, they knocked out our drone. Uh, nobody Who's minding the store in D.C.? Because what is happening on an international scale, I just talked to a friend of mine, about some of the, the Chinese investments that's happening in the Southern Hemisphere of North America, and how China is right now, in, in a very large way, influencing affairs in Nicaragua. And you look at everywhere that China is laying its massive footprint, and now they are combining with Russia— to dethrone the United States. Now, Russia has its own problems, of course, over in the Ukraine. But this business, this alliance between China and Russia is, and one of the things that they want to do, is to get rid of the dollar as the world currency. And we're helping them with this crazy monetary policy that Joe Biden and his progressive Democrats are embarking upon we're going to take telephone calls we're also giving away tickets as i mentioned later in the program so keep it right here this is both 30s rush hour wabc talk radio 77 if you want to be part of the program 800 848 wabc chaka Day on wabc keep it right here
1: By the pseudonym Bo Snerdly. Now here's Bo Snerdly.
2: Shaka. I was telling Diego, I was in the studio when they were recording this track. Omar had taken me to a session at the Hit Factory. And I saw this. I saw this. This being tracked. It's called "What You Did." Hiram Bullock playing guitar. I will always remember that session. The legendary Arif Martin was pr- produced this session. And let me tell you, as great as this record sounds, in the room, it was, I had never heard such a tight group. They, they didn't step record this. The band was in there playing this all at once, and they were recording it at once. It was amazing. How'd you get in there, let me ask Well, I went with Omar Hakeem. Omar was, um, you know, used to go to a lot of sessions. Hey, you want to come to a session with me? Yeah. And so it was, um, and it turned out to be Chaka Khan. Whitney Houston was a teenager and was there. I don't know whether she was there, whether she sang on this, but she was doing background vocals for some other stuff on the album.
0: Was that the only time you saw Whitney, or was there a separate time you? That's went? the only okay. time I've
2: ever seen Whitney Houston. Did you talk about teenager. the
0: Whitney? I wasn't sure if that was all the same. Now
2: I've seen Chaka a lot of times. In fact, it was. I some caller we had a caller yesterday was talking about Mckell's the, the place that used to be up on um, in the West Nineties, and I saw Chaka perform at the West Nineties. It was hysterical. I I guess I'll just go ahead and tell the story. It's a quick one. Again, I was hanging out with Omar. Omar was playing drums for some group. Chaka was not on the bill. But, I mean, McKell's used to be the place. Everybody used to go hang out at McKell's and see all the live music. And so Chaka was there. And, of course, if Chaka's in the house, you know, people, hey, Chaka Khan is here. Come on. So she came up to sing. But before she came up to sing, she went behind the drums and sat on Omar's lap. While he was playing. It was hysterically funny. I teased him about it for days. Like, you know, how did that feel? That must have been... Because, you know, Chaka got back. What you say, Avery? I said, you just, you just lectured us about the spring breakers. Like, I mean... Well, Chaka Khan is not a hood rat. <laughs> And was never a hood rat. Oh, all right, I get no, that. Your people take it, no, your generation takes it to a different level. All these naked behinds out in public. Nobody was doing that stuff in our day. But she went and gave the guy a lap dance while he was playing drums? She didn't lap dance him. She just sat on his lap. What's the What's the difference? Plenty, bro.
0: Yeah.
2: If I, if I have to explain it to you, whoa, whoa. You guys don't know as much as I think you do. I played the drums. There's motion. Like if she's not giving the motion, he's creating the motion. The motion is there. We're going to telephones right
1: now.
2: <laughs> <laughs> uh, Margaret in Ardsley, New York. Thank you for calling. How are you, Margaret?
1: I'm good, uh, Bo. How you doing? I'm good. Good, good. I'm calling because of the, the new logo. By adding the C for New York City, he just excluded the whole state.
2: Yep, so everybody but New York City. Mm-hmm.
1: Everybody excluded. Every, so if you were going to, let's say, uh, visit your aunt in Portchester and you want to go to the dollar store and buy gifts, you can't do that. You, they're not going to be able to sell it up, up in uh, Niagara Falls or anything like that. So some diversity.
2: So yes, yeah, so Mr. Diversity, Mr. Let's Be Inclusive has now just wiped out I Love New York from everybody else but New York City. And for this you had to pay 20 million. Nice going, Eric. You had to pay 20 million. Nice going, Eric. You just ruined it for the rest of New York, Eric. What, Diego? <laughs> I mean, this is just insanity on Parade. I'm, I'm still
1: laughing about the, the lap dance conversation. <laughs>
0: oh, okay.
2: <laughs> Let's talk to Carmine in Long Island. Hi, Carmine. How are you?
0: James, I'm great. I apologize for the, I'm, in, I'm inside the mall right now, but I was thinking, um, first of all, I saw the logo. It's not even centered, and it says, We Love New NYC, and I'm thinking, You know what? Make it I I love diverse New York. And just put a little carrot and put the word diverse, you know, sideways somewhere inside you know the original diner's logo. It keeps the same logo.
2: (laughs) First of all, if they wanted to make it diverse, all they they could have done that with pictures without spending a dime. All they had to put is a group of diverse people saying I love New York. What's the big deal? This doesn't take a lot of brain surgery. This is a waste of $20 million, and it is exclusionary. It excludes, as Margaret just pointed out, every New Yorker except for New York City. Like, New York is the only place in New York to be. Nice going, Eric! You spent a lot of money for nothing. Thank you. I appreciate the call, Carmine. Great point. Enjoy your trip at the mall. Be careful. Look out for hood rats. I'm, I'm so sorry. I keep using that term, and that term is not an inclusive term. Frank in Staten Island, how are you? Welcome to you on WABC Talk Radio 77. How are you, Frank?
0: How are you doing? Yeah, uh, Good afternoon. So
2: what is on your about, mind?
0: Yeah, the uh, the I love New York, we New York thing. Um, the thing about I and we, uh, when you use the word I, that means the individual. When you say we, that, that, that means the collective, you know, like the communist type of thing. So the difference uh. between capitalism and communism, I is ca- capitalist, we is communist. If you ever, there's a novel by Ayn Rand called, called Anthem. And in that story, like the main character, everybody has to refer, refer to themselves as we. But when the main character at the end of the story discovers freedom, He starts to refer to himself as I. I can do this. I can do that. That's what it's about.
2: Now, this is a really... Now, folks, this may sound like a trivial point to you, but it is not. The rugged individualism that defined America is under attack and has been under attack for a long time. This idea, and liberals call it social Darwinism, the idea that a person, one person has importance, You and you hear this, you heard it from Obama, you heard it from Elizabeth Warren. Remember those days when they were running around telling people that a person can't do anything by themselves, you didn't build that, you couldn't have built that without the rest of we. Now, from a strictly economic standpoint, we pointed this out one day when Walter Williams, the late, great Walter Williams economist, gave me a lesson. The the, the lesson was simple, economic lesson. How many people does it take to build a pencil? And that's what it talks to how society is built, the framework of how societies are built. But it is not true that an individual can't have a defining place in society. And to that, I point to someone that this generation doesn't even really acknowledge anymore, and I think he's one of the greatest inventors the world has ever seen, and that would be Thomas Edison. And you look at what Thomas Edison, if you have never studied Thomas Edison, and you look at what Thomas Edison, Diego, what t- inventions, oh boy, if you, don't, if you didn't study this in school, I might embarrass you, and I don't mean to. But tell me some of the important things Thomas Edison
1: I forgot what it was called, a connectograph or something, but uh, uh, one of the first uh, 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 cameras, cinema cameras.
2: If The Hollywood industry would not exist if not for Thomas Edison, but that's not all. The record industry, first record, Thomas Edison, because of audio recording. The l- light bulb, as we know it, incandescent light bulb. Thomas Edison, his inventions, the electricity, the battle between Thomas Edison and Tesla for electrifying large areas and coverage, our society, as we know it, would not exist in the ways that we know it if not for Thomas Edison, this one individual. You look at others, the great Albert Einstein. You can look at others like George Washington Carver, who came up with hundreds. Hundreds of inventions that still benefit American lives. You can look at it from the individuals, and I'm I'm forgetting, I'm having a blank, uh, Rudolph Randolph air conditioning. You can go through our history and look through, and it's not just inventors. Look where one person had a tremendous impact. And this is one of the things that defined American exceptionalism, exceptionalism. So what Frank is saying, this taking out the I and putting in a we, the collective we, this is really deep, and it's deep stuff. And absolutely, he's dead on. Let's go to Donald in Plainsboro, New Jersey. Donald, welcome. Thank you for waiting.
1: Hey, Bo. Um, I was wondering if you knew the demographics of the uh, um You know, the 23-person jury in New York trying Trump? Um, No idea. Okay.
2: All done in secret, and we're not supposed to ever find out. I have been wondering about that myself. I've been wondering if we will ever find out who are these people that somehow are on that grand jury, and that should tell us a lot, maybe, about whatever the outcome is that they have of all this. But grand jury are held behind a veil of secrecy. And so it is likely that we will never ever know. It is time, ladies and gentlemen, to give away some tickets. You already know who. Air supply. Air supply is coming to the NYCB Theater at Westbury on Saturday, August fifth. We'd like to send you and a friend to that show for free. That's right. I have a pair of tickets. To see this iconic duo perform all of their classic hits. You and a friend could be singing along with all of your favorite hits if you are the seventh caller right now at 800-848-WABC. 800-848-WABC. You'll be heading to see Air Supply, Saturday, August 5th. And that's the seventh caller right now at 800-848-9222 good luck taking calls for the air supply tickets right now here on wabc the crown jewel of american radio we're coming back more of your calls more good news well news at any rate straight ahead so keep it right here
0: Known
1: popularly as Bo Snerdly this is the Rush Hour with Bo Snerdly. Rush, 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 Chaka 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 Khan, let me tell you what I want to do I want to love you, want to hug you, want to squeeze you too let me never take it in my arm, let me feel you with my charm, Chaka Cause you know that I'm the one that keep you warm, Chaka I make it more than just a physical dream I want to rock you, Chaka, baby, because you make you wanna me want to squeeze
2: Chaka Khan On WABC Talk Radio 77 Who wrote it, Diego? Who wrote this?
1: Let me listen, let me listen Stevie Wonder, Prince. No way.
2: This is a Prince it, song.
1: Those backups, yeah. Once I heard the backups, they
2: were, it was yeah. Honest. It's Prince. It's, uh, it's Prince. Prince live. <laughs> WABC Talk Radio 77. You know what, uh, folks? And thank you. Do we have? We do have a winner, Vicky from Southampton, wins the tickets to go see Air Supply. And you know, thank you, Vicky. And we're glad that we can get those tickets in your hands. You're gonna have a great time. And after everybody that's been winning tickets, you have to call and tell us how the how you enjoyed the concerts or or how your reaction to. I shouldn't just assume enjoyed. I do, but you have to tell us about the concert. One of the saddest stories I read in a long time. I read this today. This to me is just really sad. A transgendered flight attendant, 25 years old, who gained fame in the United Airlines commercial, a United Airlines commercial, has killed herself. A trans flight attendant who fronted a United Airlines campaign about trans awareness has taken her own life after sharing a heartbreaking post to social media with the message, I'm I am so sorry. 25 years old. 25 years old. Only 25 years old. Kaylee Scott. Found dead at her home in Denver. On social media pages, as I take my final breaths and exit this living earth, I would like to apologize to everyone I let down. I am so sorry I could not be better. To those that I love, I'm sorry I could not be stronger. To those that gave me their everything, I am sorry my effort was not reciprocated. Now, she was highlighted on quote-unquote visibility day by United Airlines. And this is all to promote this inclusion business. She also concluded, well, more. She said that her suicide, of her su- impending suicide, when she wrote it, she said, Please understand that me leaving is not a reflection of you, but the result of my own inability to turn myself for the better. And then she mentions some people's names and she specifically apologizes to them. And then she says, Please remember me for the good memories we shared. And never for my downfall, I will see you again, all again on the other side. And she concluded her suicide note with, Brianna, I'm coming, in reference to her friend, Brianna Moore, who took her own life when she was 15 years old in 2016. Now, I don't know what transpired in this young woman's life. But to feel that you can't turn your life around from whatever point that you're at, to feel that hopelessness, to feel like you're letting people down, to feel like your life is not worth living is truly, 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 truly a desperate and not good place to be. And I know, look, it just, this whole, I'm not trying to make a point about transgenderism except to say that there are a lot of people that suggest if For people that do suffer from dysphoria, they're already showing that there's something going on in their lives that requires some attention to their own mental health because they don't like the bodies that they're in. And there have been any number of people that said, okay, even if you do this, it's not going to solve what the deeper problem is. Now, there's a story in the Washington Post today or I think it's the Amazon Prime Washington Post, or the New York Times, one of the other mainstream press, about how wonderful these operations are because people feel so much better afterwards. And by the way, let me just say this Kaylee Scott, if you see the pictures, beautiful, absolutely stunningly beautiful. Beautiful. The pictures were just unbelievably beautiful. But yet, inside all this grief, all this hurt, all this pain, to the point that she couldn't bear it anymore, you can do what you want to a body you can you you can you can these days you can surgically alter your body. There are so many things that you can do to change the way that your body looks if you are committed to it, but what ails the soul, my friends. Is what we really, really should be focused on. Not what ails the body. What's going on with you? And you are not your body. The body's a temporary location for you to be. I don't know. I, I just, just felt incredibly sad for this story. Steve in Middletown, New York. you got to go quick. We're running out of time. How are you, Steve?
0: Hey, I'm great, James. This is the second or third time I've talked to you, but uh, it's a little hard to follow what you were just talking about. I'm very sorry for
1: that. But uh, I am a professional singer, and, you know, I put a little bit of time in it, probably a little less time than it took Adams to come up with their campaign, but I've changed it, and I've got a new jingle for for this whole new thing, man. What is it? How it's it is going to go just like this. It's kind of going to be a take on the old one and it's going to be I we he she they them it love New York City.
2: That's it. Boom. Man. And I just you I just inclusive. want 3 million for that. <laughs> you want 3 million for that. Yeah, yeah, talk to me Adams, hey, he might fork it over. I mean, anybody crazy enough to give 20 million to change the I from a we and add a C. Hey, they're right for the taking. Wow. It has been an absolute pleasure to be with you. Happy birthday, Chaka Khan. Happy birthday to all of you celebrating birthdays. And enjoy your post on Twitter for National Puppy Day. We'll be back tomorrow, God willing. If you want to join us, please do. And also Saturday morning for our Saturday morning radio extravaganza. We've reached a point in the program where I must ask, For God's blessings and that he protect each and every single one of you and your families from all the evil in this world. Thank you for being with us today. We will see you tomorrow, God willing, on WABC. We are the crown jewel of American radio. Bye.